1: And the fabulous music comes to a, a, a gentle fade, mm-hmm. uh, and then the in 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 my mind the trailer, um, like a movie trailer, not like a physical location trailer. Mm-hmm. Then you know we see it slowly zooms in. You've got the grand opening banner um, that's still up because we haven't taken it down yet. I think it's and just because we're too lazy to. Yeah, and then the doors open and fades to white, and then our title card pops up. And I think I'm going to fade us into that entire spiel I just did, and I think we're in the show now.
0: Hey, everybody! <laughs> Welcome back to episode two of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Woo! It's a great time to be alive. Yeah. Hi, Zach. How are you? I'm I'm doing fine. I'm doing Good. fine. How are you, my dear friend, Griffin Calderon?
1: I'm I'm quite well. Um, I'm still sort of. Giddy off of uh, our our very successful grand opening. Yes, um,
0: uh, it, 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 very well received. Mm-hmm. At least as far as I'm concerned.
1: I have a lot of uh, leftovers um, back at my apartment from mm-hmm. the um, from the after party. Um, there's a lot it, of dips. It's um, just all the t- all the dips. I, I have about a uh, three gallons of various punches
0: um Very that good. I,
1: I have i have mixed all into one massive punch container so one super punch a super punch if you will
0: yeah hey i need to um actually ask you a favor next time sure. we both split off to our respective homes mm-hmm. and come back i need you to bring some lawson's chip dip because you can't get that anywhere out here that's fair um i will do that thank you so Making much all right, right so um lawson's. you know you're not here to you know sure. hear us talk about dips and punch so um i think that we should just if you are i'm really sorry <laughs> we're gonna go off the... we're gonna tangent off of that now this has been zach and griffin's dip talk <laughs> um, uh but we'll dive into the it's things it's too you...
1: early for us to come up with new segments <laughs> i think the segments have to like don't, don't we have to have a show first before we can come up with segments well like do you think we're ever gonna bring back zach and griffin's dip talk flash forward to 20 episodes from now (laughs) hey remember that time we talked about dip talk (laughs) very good
0: uh all right (laughs) so do you want to uh intro our 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 first new arrival you see friends we um with how you know uh well received that first episode was and how well our grand opening went um Mm -hmm. we decided to to you know expand get as much variety as possible and Mm -hmm. we think that we um We've uh, succeeded in that with this uh, gaggle for this week. Um, yeah. So we've got a nice
1: it. new selection for uh, you folks to peruse. Um, so if you will join me, if you have your owner's manuals handy, um, if you're driving in the car like I do
0: when I listen to shows, don't don't do it. Look at it later. Make have Siri have Siri make you a reminder. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, or Siri or Cortana
1: or Cortana. Uh, yeah, just hold up your phone. um, Or, hey,
0: Google, or whatever.
1: Yeah, hey, Google, remind me to open my owner's manual to page 32 when I'm not driving. Thanks, Google. Anyway, um, we're gonna be talking about, uh, twig blights. Well, blights just in general. Blights in general, but I specifically want to talk about twig blights, because I think they're the most, they're the most, um, accessible. Of the blights,
0: I you know I I think that that is a uh, a wise assumption. Yeah. Yes. They're
1: the they're the smallest, uh, they're the gentlest, they're arguably the least dangerous. But twig blights. First, uh, let's let's go into a little bit about uh, the blights in general. They are awakened plants. So you know we don't just have you know your your furry creatures and your feathered creatures. We also have your brambly creatures. Uh, your grassy ones. Your rudy
0: boys. Your little flora guys.
1: Yeah. And so there's a, there's a couple different varieties of blights. I'm going to specifically talk about twig blights. And we've got a um, a nice little greenhouse set up down here. Um, you know, there's some light from some distant stars filtering in through the glass here as we... Uh, to to fuel them. Fuel them? Feed them? Food is fuel. They need to photo-
0: photosynthesize that shit.
1: Yeah. Uh... But yeah, so Twig Blights, There are little, little kind of goobery guys, little, uh. little made of, uh, uh, Rudy shrubs, kind of, kind of looking. Um, they've got some, some branches and some brambles. And Twig Blights, I specifically wanted to touch on as being, uh, uh, friendly to, um, those people who maybe are, are, like, more, more green
0: thumbs mm-hmm. than, like, those crunchy granola types.
1: Yeah. It's like you have a case where it's like, "Ooh, man, owning a dog's a lot of responsibility, but I can take care of a plant." So, this is this is for you folks out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and do not let the name frighten you. Blights and I'm actually doing a little bit of reading. I'm doing a little bit of like on air research. Blights are independent creatures. It mm-hmm. says here, but most act under a I don't even know what this species is. A ghoulthias tree? I don't know. Mm. But here's the thing. That ghoulthias tree, I guarantee you that exists in one, maybe two dimensions. Not all of them, though. And we've got twig blights free from whatever this crazy tree's control is. Mm-hmm. Meaning they're friendly and,
0: you know, open to uh, uh, a nurturing hand. To love how they will. Indeed. Yeah, so pretty much, uh, for those uh, maybe who don't have the the owner's manual at this time, just mm-hmm. imagine sort of a, a, a sketchy Groot-looking motherfucker. <laughs> a, a little little sketch Groot. But he loves you. But he, but he loves you. Like yeah. Groot. Mm-hmm. So, in my head, how twig blights
1: work, uh, at least the way we offer them, we have two options. One, we have the, we'll say, pre-grown twig blights that are Ready to go, ready to be uh, uh, moved. Um, is there a word for that? Like when you,
0: like re- repot a twig blight, I guess. I mean, like you just kind of plant them. Yeah. Well, like, like, like I, whether it, whether it be a seed or like you know like a, like a small like sapling or seedling that you like are putting into the ground, like yeah, 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 partially grown. I feel you, like you're still planting it.
1: Yeah, but like so you you can take the twig blight home with you right now, fully grown, or you can buy one of our Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop TM Twig Blight Starter Kits, mm-hmm. which comes with a couple seeds, you know, some soil, some nutrients, uh, some fresh uh, spring co- cosmic spring water,
0: and Most you can
1: have the process of growing your very own Twig Blight. Well,
0: I, I gotta tell you, no Twig Blight's gonna love you more than the type that you know you grow yourself. You know, for, From yeah. the start of the process to the end, just like with Bebis... L- like, they're not going to love anyone quite like the person who who, who planted them and groomed them themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, what I think is actually kind
1: of legit about twig blights is, which is why I think they make such valuable additions to your home, is they can understand language. Mm-hmm. They can't speak the language, much like a plant. Um, but they are receptive to and can understand uh, spoken language, which, I mean tell me tell me one other plant that can do that one other non cool multiversal
0: plant um a rhododendron surprisingly enough really i was having a nice chat with one the other day about uh about fifa yeah it wasn't a long conversation because I don't really know much about FIFA. That's but, fair.
1: Um, but I think hey. I think I think like the organization sucks, but the players are okay. I think last, I think I heard, the, last
0: I checked. Yeah, I think that the 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 bright star of the conversation was that it was with a rhododendron. That's fair.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah. if a rhododendron talked to me about anything, I would just kind of go along with it. Yeah. I think. Unless it was, like, a really racist rhododendron. Yeah, then
0: I would have just, like, stomped the dude out. <laughs> and by the dude, you mean the plant? By the dude, I meant the rhododendron. <laughs> but back, to, back, back to, to twig blights here. Yes. What's, what's beautiful about them, their needs are, are, are very few. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, really, when food is scarce, they root themselves in the soil. They photosynthesize. Mm-hmm. They, they bring in water from the ground like any other plant would. Mm-hmm. but also, I mean, go the extra mile for your twig blight. Sure, they can sort of find food themselves, they can root themselves down, but hey, who wants to be stuck in one place for long? Yeah. However, if you make that food re- readily available for them, oh it will say, I read up here um, oh, behold the legacy of Gothias the vampire plant oh. with a taste for blood That's what I'm saying though, is like they're,
1: they're, these twig blights are free from that control um, so uh,
0: whether that that taste for blood was uh, a product of of this gulthias prick mm-hmm. or it's something that you know they as a species require mm-hmm. that is something that I mean nature versus nurture or who knows especially if you if you if
1: you Bring up your little blight yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they can be.
0: I think they could be, be acclimated to really any sort of yeah. food source. I mean, you don't don't give them like burgers, but like yeah. you know, <laughs> give them some some nice. W-
1: what if it's a veggie burger?
0: But, oh, maybe would that or be is cannibalism? that
1: cannibalism? Or is that a little cannibalistic? I, I maybe. See, I'm used to caring for like meat animals. Yeah. So
0: maybe don't but give like, it a veggie burger. Maybe but, don't give it a veggie burger. Yeah. But but but. Mm-hmm. Give it some nice fertilized soil. Yeah, ample water, mm-hmm. uh, ample time in the sun, and I'm sure this twig blight's going to like you now. Think about it this way: mm-hmm. a twig blight, you know, sleeping whenever they're they're not moving, they look like any other sort of shrub mm-hmm. or a bush that one would have in a front lawn. Now, mm-hmm. at night, you have your twig blights on your front lawn. You've also got yourself sort of some security. I yeah. mean, no one's going to notice some, some, you know, care about some bushes if they're trying yeah, to yeah, break yeah. into a place. And then suddenly, boom, a twig blights on top of the intruder, scaring them off, and your house is safe. Mm.
1: I think I just had my, like, one good idea per episode. Where it's like, I come up with a fun game that we can right. play with your with the creature de jour. All right. Um... How... Okay, so let's let's take a, a, a nuclear family of four. Alright. Mom, dad, two kids. Two and a half kids. Um,
0: what is the half?
1: That's the t- statistic, like... It's a... Oh, it's a you... Yeah, like, two and a half kids, like, on average, per family, which is just yeah. kind of funny.
0: That's a harrowing statistic. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> but, okay, fine. Two kids. Two normal, fully-bodied kids. Um... And they're like they're real young too, and real rowdy, and like God, you just need something to occupy them with. The rattle's not working anymore. Their little binkies not working anymore. Their t- their their blocks in the playpen aren't working anymore. But you bring out your little twig blight friend, suddenly you can occupy that kid for like an hour with hide and seek.
0: Yeah, that I mean, like it's it's just it just t- like tumble weeds up mm-hmm. and just like starts rolling like it's like yeah like, like it's own sort of version of keep away yeah yeah like it's like a dog chasing a ball but it, like a, a tiny human child chasing a awakened plant tumble, thing tumbleweed thing
1: yeah uh you can do like a spot the like like a spot the difference thing where it's like yeah. you go into your backyard and you lay out like a pile of firewood and then, like, the Christmas tree that you that you just brought down because the holidays have ended. And a couple of... And, like, a uh, 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 really racist rhododendra. And then your twig blight. And be like, alright, Billy, find the twig blight.
0: Yeah, which which one is... Which one's uh, your friend? Which one is Millie, the twig blight? I'm not Millie, sure. Millie the twig blight? Where, where does she be? Oh. Where she be? That's right. We goofed you. She's actually on the other side of the house. Mm. Fuck you, tiny child. (laughs) (laughs) Zach, be nice to our theoretical kids. Uh, uh,
1: They're our theoretical kids? uh, mm, They are now. I never knew that you thought
0: about us this way.
1: Yes, you did. Shut up. (laughs) Yes, and with me, Zach. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, man. So, yeah, hopefully we have... um, Now, there are a couple different variants of uh, Blight's. Of these, these plant like creatures. Um, but I think that the Twig Blights are the right first step for you if this is the more sort of... home
0: friendly. Yes. Sort of. Um, yeah.
1: Yes. Perhaps we will revisit uh, the other variants in the future, but uh, per- hopefully we have uh, sold you on Twig Blights. And we yeah. do, because of their small size, um, we have, and their, uh, to be frank, a readily availableness. Um, is that a word? Fair. Availableness? Sure. Uh, A
0: readily availability?
1: Thank you. Yes. Uh, We actually have a deal on Twig Blights right now, um, where if you buy uh, three Twig Blights, you get the fourth one free, or five starter packs. Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop TM starter packs. Mm -hmm. And you get a fully grown Twig Blight for free. I'm not sure why our marketing team decided to go up with that one, but... That's where we've got right now.
0: Alright, so are so are we ready to move on to our next creature? Uh let's. Yeah.
1: You you said you had some something you were really excited about.
0: Yes. Alright, so just uh just, just around the corner actually, mm-hmm. not too far. Um yeah is we, we the, have to keep Is this the mountain biome setting? Mm, um close. Uh yeah, we, we need to keep him well keep them uh just just away from most um metals. Yeah. Just in case all right. Um, be, because um, don't just 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 come with come with me. Mm-hmm. Door sounds. It's a lot of doors. Yeah, you know we like we we like to just make sure that you know that these monsters don't eat these monsters and so on and so forth. Right. All right. So um, this next creature is um potentially horrifying sounding. <laughs> because the word "monsters" in its name, however, they can be sweethearts, all right. Talking about rust monsters. All right. I right. I know. I I look. I have faith in you. You sold me on Grix. I did. I which I, like. I I just I like to see beauty in things that people might find not find beautiful because uh-huh. you know they also deserve love and. I guess this is a segment that I like to call Zach's Scurry Lovable Monsters. <laughs> Scurry, Scurry Lovable Monsters. All right. So the so the Rust Monster, okay, is a, a medium technically technically a monstrosity, as his name uh-huh. would suggest. You know, it, it looks like. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. It looks like a giant tick. That's exactly how I would describe it kind of but a like, giant tick with just but like... But like crunchy. Yeah, like it would have like a real nice crunch, like for the <laughs> small guy, and like you stepped on it. Sorry, my brain is programmed to shut down at the mention of the
1: word crunch. Crunch. <laughs> it's just one of those, it's one of those just
0: like uh, uh, automatic laugh buttons for me. Mm-hmm. See what what's beautiful about the Rust monster is that it's technically classified as unaligned. You know, it can be whatever you you, you want it to be. You know, mm-hmm. do you want it to be a nice family pet? Well, um, you raise it right, you train it, you know, up, and it, it can be that for you. Or yeah. I mean, for for maybe my my more uh, evilly aligned uh, you know compatriots that are looking for uh, some company. I mean. It is what it is. Perhaps you
1: want to pull a really good prank involving a rust monster. That's very fair. If you want to, like, I don't know, chew through your friend's bike chain and have them, like, it's like, ah, now my bike doesn't work. Not a really good prank, kind of just vandalism, but, or destruction of property.
0: Yo, man. I'm not really good at pranks. I pulled this one prank once in high school yeah. um, where we were going to write on a friend's car, um, but we couldn't find shaving cream that late. So we just did okay. it in, in chocolate syrup, <laughs> um, but we didn't realize that it was like the magic shell stuff. Oh, so no. It, <laughs> it was the worst <laughs>
1: prank ever. Uh, that's actually really funny.
0: <laughs> so uh, a little tidbit about my life. Uh, there you go. Sorry, Katie, about your car.
1: <laughs> now, what I think, uh, uh, Rust Monsters, I feel like this is one of our going to be one of our more utilitarian creatures. Yeah, most definitely. Namely, for this feature here that I'm reading called Iron Scent, uh, where they can pinpoint by scent the location of ferrous metal within 30 feet of it. If you are like, if you are employed with a like mining company, mm-hmm. uh, or a uh, you know like if you're a scrapper, or uh, a uh, like a like just a hobbyist with a metal detector kind of guy,
0: or uh, maybe you're like a bounty hunter or something, yeah. and you need you know someone's got maybe got like a weapon on them, and your your, your little rust sponsor can can sniff them out. You should be like
1: sniff sniff hey.
0: That guy's packing. I will mention that rust monsters can't talk.
1: Alright, then you'll have to just come up, you'll have to arrange, uh, work on a a, a distinct series of screeches, because this looks like a very screechy sort of monster. Yes.
0: Um, That being said, yeah, they will not, your home will not be filled with pleasant noises. Um, (laughs) With with a rust monster. Zach, we're trying Um, to
1: sell these. (laughs)
0: Look just because something it we you and i would find it as unpleasant doesn't mean okay. that everyone will, you know. That's fair. The point being someone may enjoy this monster's uh horrible screeches. Yeah. They might find it as some m- melodic um charming um i was about to say melody but i already said melodic. Melodic melodies. A melodic melody. Rust monsters are pretty cool. You know, they're, you know in, in the wild, they're known as underground scavengers. You know, they're mm-hmm. always uh, roaming through subterranean passages in search of, of metals you know, like iron and steel and adamantine and mithril. They, they, they just gobble it on up. You know, they just uncovered a new mithril vein in
1: North Dakota. R- is mithril a real metal? No, mithril's not a real metal. I was just—I oh, okay. was trying to do
0: a comedy bit for the show. For the show, yeah. Um, but hey, someone didn't want to play. Not not only are there scavengers on the ground, but they're also just called subterranean wanderers. You know, they really like to to uh, are are really found in large numbers. They just kind of like to hang out by themselves or in small groups, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. just kind of meander underground, just kind of doing their stuff. Now, do they eat metal? Yeah, they actually eat metal, so any sort of scrap you may have for, you know, if you work in, like, in, like, a junkyard where you've got a bunch of metal that maybe you're just trying to get rid of, yo, you've got, like, a you a go. food source, like, that is potentially free or that you might even somehow make money off of, depending on your business model. If not, you can just buy a bunch of forks and just throw them to the rust monster. That's, that, that is
1: also a possibility. <laughs> i don't know why i went with forks but i just thought it'd be really funny
0: i will say any sort of dollar store might be your your the way to go oh yeah you just go and get like a bunch of dollar pans
1: or hey 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 here we go go to the store for food yourself get a bunch of canned soup
0: oh cans i didn't think about that
1: that is food for you and your buddy
0: food for two <laughs> <laughs> it was the
1: way you said it.
0: <laughs> Food for two. <laughs> oh, oh
1: um. Goodness. That being that being said, since they do consume metal, you probably want to put in like get one of those little like uh like gates to put over like you know to
0: your bedroom, so like mm-hmm. it doesn't get into like your jewelry box or something. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it is a pretty like you know, although it's a medium creature, it is a pretty stout thing. So yeah. moving around inside your home, unless you have a relatively open concept, might be a little <laughs> difficult for yeah. it. So it may be more of an out, you know, more you, you need to make yourself some sort of like wooden outdoor like enclosure. And it's an outdoor pet. It's an outdoor pet. Yeah. You, you might want to make you know, a, a, a nice little overhangs so to shield it from the rain mm-hmm. and the elements. Um, but yeah, it's, it's defo as an outside pet.
1: If it rains on your rust monster, does it itself rust, thereby making its own food? I don't think so. Because they look... It it says that they're covered in... It says armor. It doesn't specify what the armor is made out of. It looks like... I mean, the whole thing looks like
0: it's almost made of, like, copper. Like, it's that sort of coppery color. Yeah. Um... I think that's just part of their like, well, you know how like in that episode of Magic School Bus when Arnold eats all of like the carrot like chip things mm-hmm. and then like turns his orange. skin turns orange. Yeah, I think it's like that. Like after you consume so much like rusted metal, all right, all right, that like maybe you know you maybe start to take on sort of that hue as and well.
1: Sort of adapted that way.
0: Something that um, I just read, you know, noticing um, when you're going through things, um, Mm -hmm. it does say that uh, rust monsters are normally pretty docile creatures. So, you know, training it up could be a very, um, a pretty simple uh, process for you, actually. and actually
1: says at the very bottom, if they are treated well and well-fed, they can become friendly companions or pets.
0: Well, there we go.
1: There we go. We don't even need to sell you on this. The gosh darn book done did it for us.
0: There we go. Gosh darn did, done did, man. <laughs> oh yeah. You making fun of me, Zachary? Oh, of course not. I oh, love me. you. I love you too. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Do you have anything else to say on rust monsters? I think we we
0: it's a, just closing statements, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, they're 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 docile. You know, uh, easily trainable, mm-hmm. lovely creatures. And although that maybe they look a little scary, I feel like really that they you know that they maybe look like a giant scary tick monster. Mm-hmm. That really they have the hearts of like little teddy bears.
1: Would you say they have a heart of gold? Can we move on to the next monster? <laughs> <then>? <laughs> I guess. Um, Wait, we need to name it. We need to name. Oh, one. we do. We do need to name. Uh, Is I it too on the nose to call it Rusty? Yes. Okay. I can come up with something a little more original than that. How
0: about... His name is Gerald. The Rust Monster. And there we go. Alright, so we're moving on to my Beastie next? I think we're moving on to your Beastie next. Let's All do it. Right.
1: Um, I decided to go a bit more... For my second pick today, uh, to sh- to show and tell. It's really what this is, it's show and tell. Yeah. Um, I decided to go a bit more traditional. Okay. Um, I, I-, I just think we need to like I there's definitely a market for things like rust monsters and parrytons and uh, twig blights but um sometimes like there's some, there's nothing wrong with the classics so, so on that note let me um here come with me through um this it's around here somewhere um I always forget is it the green portal or the pink portal I think it's pink pink was wait no 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 Pink was Ooze Town.
0: Pink is Ooze Town. That's where we have all the oh, oozes. Green, G, G, whiz, Look, there's a bunch of Wyvern. Hey, there, there, that that was that was the thing I, I did.
1: Thank you for stealing my segue. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Wyverns or Wyverns, depending on just sort of your personal taste, um, on your regional sort of upbringing. Yeah uh they are they are dragons by yes. by uh, species and classification yes um but i think the big difference cuz like there's actually always a lot of uh uh confusion over like across uh, fictions and histories of like the difference between them i want to i want to double check something Be- i'm going to the internet for this one um because i think dragons specifically have four legs and then two mm-hmm. wings coming off the back. Yeah. And wyverns are the ones that like they're front they they have the back two legs and then two wings with yes. no front arms. At least that's how they're depicted in the in the, in the owner's manual. Um, there's also worms like W Y R M S worms. Uh which I'm not sure what the the distinction. Well, I'd is say
0: I, I, another sort of uh, you know a distinction between a wyvern and like a full fledged dragon mm-hmm. would. I mean, dragons possess um, a great deal of magic and and, and sentience yeah, yeah. of themselves. Yeah. You know, where a wyvern uh, wyvern is more bestial and mm-hmm. essentially, yeah, dragons are, are. I mean, they're people. Like they're, they're not wicked smart. <laughs> they're they're smarter than most of us. Have outlived pretty much everything and. Mm-hmm can kill you all very easily at least Um, like
1: this variant of dragons like
0: dragons as we understand them as they're displayed in the owner's manual the owner's manual Um, yes Um, however a a wyvern is driven by I'd say by a more base sort of set of instincts yeah
1: more more uh, wisdom forward yes my dad always likes to describe drinks as you know like being it's like ooh this beer is hop forward (laughs) he he just loves that terminology
0: something forward yeah
1: Ooh, this one is, this wine is very tannins forward. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what? You're the only one who can go off on weird, non-related
0: no, tangents? No, I'm not, uh, no, I'm just wondering, like, who would be able to pick out the tannins of a wine? My dad, apparently. Apparently your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Mr. Cold
1: Iron. Um... So, uh, wyverns are pretty big, all things
0: mm-hmm. considered. They're, they're they like, are large.
1: Yeah, they're not, like, they're not ancient dragon or adult dragon big, but they're pretty big. Um, mm-hmm. they're not a, they're not a, probably not a nuclear family of four household sort of pet. Um, unless you've got just, like, a wicked big backyard, uh... But, yeah, wyverns are, are pretty neat. They, we have a lot of different color options as well, a lot of different sort of um, uh, breeds, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, different ones. You've got your, uh, your high-altitude uh, crag top wyverns. Um, you've got your canopy wyverns, which are uh, fond forest dweller ones. Um, you've got the sandclaw wyverns, which are your beach dwellers. Um, stop me if you want, if you, if, unless you want me to continue naming wyverns of different terrains. Uh, I, I just
0: thought that you were, you were so going. I didn't want to interrupt the, 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 genius that was happening. You've got Look.
1: the rolling hills wyverns. Yeah, If
0: I could, if Fond I Fond of could. rolling hills.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I could say, uh, uh, recommend a, a wyvern for, you know, like a, a particular sort of type of person. Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, for that, that, like, single adventurer who is, uh, sort of going out on its own, um, you know, the, the owner's manual, it's got a bit about taming wyverns, um, Mm -hmm. and that they can be tamed for use, you know, as a mount, as a, a, as a companion, but doing so prevents it, not prevents, presents a difficult and deadly challenge. Yeah,
1: wyverns are pretty poisonous, if memory serves, um, yeah, they. they, they a, I, I do believe they have a pretty deadly stinger. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, yes. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Which this is a fun little tangent um, in the Warcraft uh, universe dimension, mm-hmm. um, Azeroth. Yes, yeah, the one. A- Azeroth. Um, yes. Wyvern riders, uh, at least from one of the one of the uh, variants, um, they throw the riders throw spears. The spears mm-hmm. are also poisonous. The wyverns aren't poisonous themselves, but they throw poison spears.
0: Yeah. Well, um, as the the owner manual suggests, that, that raising one from, you know, uh, as a hatchling will offer you sort of the best result. Mm-hmm. Here, I will say a lot of our wyverns are rescues. Um, mm-hmm. We do have, of course, you know, a few, you know, that the, they have uh, paired off, you know, since being here, and, and you know, we have our, our little family groups that are sort of happening. Yeah. Um, but you know we we, we do want to see uh, some of these you know, adolescent and adult wyverns finding homes. So any uh, any any uh, rough and tumble uh, individual out there who uh, you know feels like a like a nice challenge, uh, we've got the wyverns for you. Yo,
1: I just had a second good idea. All right, hit me with your second idea, please. A biker gang, but with wyverns.
0: Whoa! Because you said rough and
1: tumble, and the first thing the the first thing my mind went to was a big burly biker dude or lady just replace all the bikes with wyverns and then you can like kit them out with all your cool biker gang like insignias and whatnot um just like get them the patches they can have their i'm picturing a wyvern in like the sleeveless leather biker jacket with all the different patches on it yo that'd be so cool You can paint,
0: like, cool war colors on them. Oh, that'd be dope. Uh, I have been reading a little more about the Wyvern Poison. You may need to um, look into, um, you know, anti-venoms or um, Mm -hmm. anything like that um, and, like, have sort of EpiPen form, like, on you (laughs) when you're with this pet. Just in case. You know, as you earn their trust, that danger is there. But, you know, accidents happen they happen and mm-hmm. when they happen especially with wyvern poison or, or venom whatever you wish to say I would say probably more venom yeah in the the forgotten realms uh, you know dimension poison and venom are sort of one and the same thing yeah which is you know more. sort of just
1: like a nomenclature thing at that yes point.
0: exactly but wyvern uh, poison is, is known to be extremely potent and it burns through its victim's bloodstream disintegrating veins and arteries oh my on its God way to the heart. Um, within seconds. So, when you're if you're with your wyvern, just have like that that anti venom. You need Epi-pen. to have that in like a holster, like <laughs> yeah, no, like, on a whole in, in your biker jacket, yes. ready to go. <laughs> biker jacket, Epi Pen. You just need to have it at the ready because you never know what's gonna happen.
1: There's not. Look, there's that- not a lot of like. Cr- i be honest. I'm trying to think of creative things to say about wyverns because I mean they're pretty. Like I said, awesome. they're pretty classic, and they're. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, they're radical. Uh, but like, what's like some fun fun games you can play with your wyvern? Or like, where would? What's a
0: uh, hmm? Hmm. Okay. Here, here's one just simple utility thing. Sure. You know, it says that they're 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 good aerial hunters. Yeah. It's one one problem I've always had with being in in lake towns and near the beach, and that's fucking seagulls. Seagulls, <laughs> especially if you drive there, because you know what happens when there's a bunch of fucking seagulls around. You get shit all over your car. Mm-hmm. So you have your wyvern hanging around, and there's a bunch of seagulls in the area. Have them go up, like maybe they maybe don't have them eat all the seagulls unless probably they're not, but. You know a wyvern's gonna scare the shit out of some seagulls, and they—well, not actually scare the shit out of the seagulls. That would kind of defeat was, the purpose. That, yeah, that's the yeah. purpose is to have them not shit,
1: but to clear them out. But then when your wyvern eats a bunch of seagulls, the wyvern will invariably shit out the consumed seagulls, and I imagine wyvern shit is a lot denser. <laughs> Yeah, but as long as it doesn't, and then it's shit gonna on, break. I'm, it's it's gonna impact the hood of your car and cave in your hood. Well, as long as it doesn't shit on my
0: car, like that's phew, whatever, fair, man. Oh, okay, so oh is, yeah, because the about,
1: guy, tracking down the guy with the wyvern will be
0: so hard. Well, hey, if everyone's buying wyverns from us, then like, then they're adopting our wyverns, and it's like everyone's yeah. gonna have a wyvern. It's like, oh, boy, you talking about Jeremy? Are you talking about you know th- Thomas? Like, who's everyone's got a wyvern? You don't have got a wyvern. Well, you should go over to Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop and get yourself a wyvern because you're a fucking mm. loser. Yeah. So you know we're talking about being at the beach with your wyvern, mm-hmm. scaring off seagulls. All okay, right. So just just hear me out. Mm-hmm. Wyvern, kite surfing. Oh hell. You know, like, yeah. you know, like you know, like you know, when, when you have the big the big ass oh, kite and, and like a wakeboard, hell but yeah. instead you tied off to like your wyvern's legs and they just tow you around and you're just skipping off shit. Yo. That would be fun as hell. And, but then it, it takes off a bit and you get like some dope ass hang time for a little woo. while. <laughs> because not only is it just coasting off the wind, it it can fuck a fly itself. Yeah. So like, that's the shit you could do. And they're would strong be awesome. too. Like. Yeah. I mean it's a large mon- you know, large dragon thing. Oh yeah. It's gonna have no problem. You're gonna become the most popular person at the beach or lake. Yo, because you can be the Wyvern version of Fonzie, in your Wyvern <laughs> biker jacket. <laughs> Yo, I love it. Yo, you sitting there freaking Wyvern kite surfing with a goddamn leather jacket on, your EpiPen in the front lapel. Mm-hmm. Very important. Just ready. Everyone's gonna want Wyvern rides, dude. And you'll be The most
1: popular. You know yeah, something. You know- Something I just realized that's I'm really it was really gonna make me mad when I edit this episode is I'm pretty sure I have alternated saying wyvern and wyvern
0: every time I've said it, and I'm just gonna make myself
1: real mad when I'm. It's gonna this. be really
0: funny during the um, when you're naming all the different types of mm-hmm. wyvern as every <laughs> other time. Oh god, I hope not. You're rolling. You're rolling grassland wyverns and your high altitude wyverns and your.
1: <laughs> Audience, I just know that I'm mad at me, too. <laughs> so, I've got one of our our newborn, um, with wyverns here. Um, I got a little gold-flecked one here. Um, with wyverns. With wyverns. <laughs> um, this one... Hang on, let me hold it up. This one's a girl. Uh, what should we name this one? Hmm. I want... Sh- I, I've been finding... Uh, the, been waiting for the right time to tell you this, Zach. But you are the mother.
0: I am. No, <laughs> that would be <Aww>. absurd. <laughs> I, was so, I was really happy for a second. What about? Yeah, you you take this one. I feel like I named them all. Like I feel. Like I mean, I that's kind of. You, I feel like, like it's kind of your thing, though. Yeah, na- naming things is kind of my steed. Like you yeah. know, from naming my D twenties and. Mm-hmm. How about juniper? Juniper. Yeah, that's a beautiful name. For a wyvern. Yeah. All right. Juniper? Oh, well, man. If
1: anyone, if anyone would like to. Um, can I take home
0: juniper? Well, Shit.
1: Hang on. Let me do my bit. Um, okay. If anyone would like to begin the application process for adopting our lovely gold flecked juniper here, um, you can find application forms at petshopcast.com uh, or at petshopcast on Twitter in fiction plugs deal with it uh
0: <laughs> Griffin now we really need to make that though
1: i know i'll get in touch with our producer um you mean chase yeah i know chase yes. yeah our producer
0: yes <laughs> like our actual literal producer he, he is our in, in fact our producer shout out to chase uh chase. at TQloudy loudy loudly on loudy on twitter loudy all right oh loudy <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Griffin is gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me good. <laughs> got me good, boy.
1: Oh, We're fine. All right. Um, we've got time for about one more critter. I'm one pretty more sure. Creature.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, um, all this is, right, let's, this is uh, your other your other pick of the day. Yeah, my other pick of the day. All right. So, let's, um, just, uh, uh mosey on over, uh, over to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, um, it's kind of tucked back there. Um, uh, mm-hmm. we got to keep them as far away from, from the, the, the Y as possible. Um, mm hmm. You see, because uh, well, we you know, what we've got here is uh, a nice little group of Bahir. Holy shit! These things um, are huge. Yeah, they're there's some big big fellas. Um, you see? Oh my god! The, see, the problem why we have to keep them so far is that Bahir um, are sort of like natural enemies of dragons. Like okay. Natural, they're natural predators and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So. If uh, a uh, Bahir's uh, home or lair is within, like, a few dozen miles of a dragon's lair, it will either leave or seek out that uh, dragon or wyvern and murder it. Huh. So.
1: I gotta say, right out the gate, at least in the the framing of these, uh, of Forgotten Realms era dragons, that makes Bahir's, like badasses. Yeah, if they can just track a dragon down and just like yeah, take it out. And just like, no nonsense, just like, let's go! <laughs> Yo, the beer rallies his
0: boys and is like, hey, <laughs> because, we gonna go get him! He calls, like, calls up his friends, he's like, hey, ch- Chunky, get over here! <laughs> I like how you couldn't even get through that one. <laughs> you said it, and you immediately
1: hey. realized it was a bad idea.
0: <laughs> hey, Chunky! we got this dragon we need to go fuck up and then they get into a pickup truck with some baseball bats and they these just these gigantic uh, like 12
1: legged <laughs> massive mountain snake creatures get into a pickup truck these massive monsters with lightning breath and claws and a tail that could cut you in half are gonna pick up some baseball bats
0: Yes, some them size baseball bats. So imagine how big that thing would be. And they drive over to the dragon's house and they just fuck them up. God.
1: But yeah, I think one of the like. Okay, so yeah, let me let me paint a more I guess uh, clear word picture. Um, they're very snaky, mm. in in the sense that they just have a very long tubular uh, body, but yeah. kind of like. But kind of like how an ostrich neck kind of like curves and cranes up, the yeah. kind of they do the kind of do it with the front of their body. Yeah, um, it looks like they got two kind of hilariously stubby arms um, with some big claws on them. And then you let's know what see. they kind of remind One, two, me two, three, of? Four, five. What's that? Do you
0: ever watch Spy Kids two? I'm sure at some point I have. When they when they go to like the the island where there's all the weird like together like monsters that are like hybrid things, and there's I- I honestly don't recall, but and, I'm sure someone Steve, out there really yeah, appreciates Buscemi the reference. Has, has meshed a bunch of monsters together, and there's the slizzards. It's a snake and a lizard, and its body kind of looks just like this, honestly. It is, It is. It's not quite as long. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a, a big snake body, but along the snake body, they have about, what, one, two, three... I think it's four, five, five pairs. Five, five pairs of legs, and then two, like you know, uh, sort of T-Rex arms on the front. So overall, six appendages and mm. a long-ass snake body.
1: It looks like they've got some little curved horns at the top.
0: Um, yeah, look, look kind of like, not quite ram's horns, but sort of ram's horns. And then, like, a very big tail. Big, beautiful yes. tail. Oh, yeah. Um, I, we, I should say that they are classified as huge. So. So, so bag.
1: This is something, like, you going to need to... Buy a
0: cave. <laughs> You're going to need like several acres of land, yeah. or something for for this homie to live in. Um, and make sure again, you can't live anywhere near dragons, uh-uh. wyvern, uh-uh. anything, because it yeah. will break out and go with chunky. Now, I will say
1: this: What if? Let's say you have like a a uh, 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 a natural reserve, a like a national park. Of some kind. It's
0: like what we're doing for the Peritons.
1: Yeah. And you have some invasive wyverns. Because not all wyverns are created equal. Not yeah. all of them have been raised with love and tenderness. And some of them are are big mean bad predators. You, the park ranger, go out with your twenty foot tall behir.
0: <laughs> That's it's not a bad idea. You strap like a weird big like snake saddle on that thing, yeah, and just cruise through the woods. And
1: it's a, it says here in the book they resemble a combination of a centipede and a crocodile, which I don't think is exactly accurate, but it's another perspective, I guess. A big blue centipede
0: centipede crocodile. Yeah, I, mean, I can see where it gets to centipede. Its scaled hide.
1: Its scaled hide ranges from ultramarine to deep blue in color, fading to pale blue on its
0: underside. It's kind of beautiful. I will say they do enjoy. Caves, caverns, mm-hmm. um, sort of uh, best. That's they like kinda, their mountains. Yes, they're they're ca- sort of cavern predators. So, if you own a big ass cave, you mm-hmm. got that. Or, I mean, if you just got a nice sized cave for it to like for like uh, it to sleep. Um, yeah. I-, I would say the ideal scenario would be like as Griffin to des- you know described. Like maybe you you have it as like a utility creature mm-hmm. um, in like a, a, a you know with invasive species. Um, Somewhere on like a big open like national park or something like that, where it has its own sort of cave space for it to you know, that is its own, but it is you know it, it can wander the the space as well as it needs. They could
1: be used to sort of seek out like evil dragons, um, kind of akin to like I don't know like a like bomb sniffer dogs or like drug Ooh, dogs yeah. kind of yeah. thing. A service um, animal of sorts. Yeah. Yo, okay, getting a little D and D meta, but can. Uh evil dragons polymorph.
0: I know good dragons can. I'm pretty sure evil ones can as well. There you go. Yo, sniff out the evil dragons. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Dude, that's actually pretty le- re- That's actually pretty legit. Like could be real <laughs> dope.
0: You just park one outside the the a TSA but <laughs> here. TSA agent Chunky sits <laughs> sits Chunky out. V. <laughs> Chunky B sits so outside of the you know the, the airport you know sniffs people as they come in. Wait, what's that? This one is you know an, an ancient what's an evil type of dragon. An, evil, an ancient red dragon messes it up. Chunky hero decorated Yo. TSA agent. You know what's interesting? What? But speak draconic.
1: Do they? Yeah. We'll look at that. Which I guess makes sense, so they can trash talk the
0: dragons. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> I think that's, that's the fair. entire reason why they know that language is so they can shit talk dragons.
0: As someone you're ad- adopting up you, here, it may be beneficial of you to to pick up Draconic. Get mm-hmm. that. Uh, I, we will um, add a, a link to the Draconic uh, Rosetta Stone, mm-hmm. um, you know, series. Um, you can
1: type in the code Pet Shop Cast for twenty percent off your first month of
0: Dr- Draconic Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Draconic Stone. I love it.
1: <laughs> hey, don't actually do that. We don't actually have a code.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, no,
1: no, nothing like that. Please, um, please don't. I I, we, I don't know how it's taken us this long to discuss the coolest feature of Bahirs, and that is their lightning breath.
0: Lightning breath. That's so cool. That's baller. That's so metal. Like, so don't you want to see like a a, a a Bahir, and then mm-hmm. like um friggin' not a, a, a is a bronze dragon evil? No, bronze are good. Well, an evil lightning dragon. I can't think of. Uh, blue. Blue, maybe. Freaking duke it out! Lightning just cracking off in, in different situations. A yeah, fun dog. history lesson. I just noticed actually, which would make sense why they have lightning breath. Uh, but here's where we're originally created by the stone giants as as weapons against oh. dragons, which Man. is where their their
1: natural hatred comes from. There's a lot of like messed up origin stories for these
0: lovely things. You know, they like maybe they were created from hate. Okay, but. That they're they're gonna they're gonna get raised with love. They're gonna get raised with love. You know, just because something was born of hate doesn't mean that you know we can't show it the love that it it, it deserved mm-hmm. when it was made. You know, jeez, any storm giants out there? Why you gotta be mean to the Bahirs? Jeez, <laughs> uh, why you gotta be so rude? Why you gotta be so rude?
1: They're, like... I'm sorry, I'm not saying anything funny, just because I think these guys are awesome.
0: Yeah, they're just really cool creatures. They're just... they're, just,
1: they're let, let me be honest with you. Here's your selling point, audience. They're just really cool. Yeah.
0: They're gigantic and very expensive, but they're very, very cool. Giant centipede snake gators that can shoot lightning out of their face. And swallow their prey and, whole. And swallow their prey whole. And... You know, just like trash some evil dragons. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The ideal scenario, you know, they they, I feel like they they eat pretty much anything, really. I don't think they have sort of limits on their diet. Yeah, you, know, you take them to some place like I don't know Ohio, for example, where the deer population <laughs> full is full of that, evil dragons, but <laughs> well, not full of evil dragons. But you know, let's, let's play out Griffin's scenario from earlier, the national sure. park thing. You put it in a big national park. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where, you know, like, the, the say the deer population sometimes grows out of control. That's Like, true. where it's real, like, dangerously high. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a simple, easy prey for the Bahir to just kind of go around, maybe pick off a few deer, and, like, boom, circle of life, baby. And there you go. It's the circle of life. Yeah. I,
1: I did it. I did it because I knew otherwise you would. That's fair. Um, I, I've already seen wanna... a couple times. It's true. Um I feel like we haven't like come up with a cool game or like uh, or you know here's aren't funny, they're just badass.
0: Dude, they're just so cool.
1: <sighs> Alright. Um naming. Naming the We've got behir. we've got we've got this we one got... really we've got this one really pretty one. Um yeah. that it's like I'm I'm getting like a like an Aurora vibe almost off of its coloring. Um, oh, okay. And um this is the this is the one I want to spotlight today. Uh do we have a name? Uh, does it need a name. Does it speak for itself because I'm, of how I, badass it is. Well, I man, unless you speak to your chronic like, you'll never know. So <laughs> Fair enough. I do not personally. Um, um we have a couple retainers on hands that I'm do I'm getting this
0: this sort of cool like prismatic like mm-hmm. just like shiny. <sighs> why why don't we just name it Aurora? Aurora, Aurora the Bahir, I like it. Bowler, we, okay. we got to make sure to keep Aurora away from Chunky though. That guy, <laughs> I know they're getting up to some shenanigans, dude. Chunky's just a
1: menace. Chunky, like, maybe we can. I don't know. It's so hard to exercise these guys because they're just so gosh darn big. They're so big, you know. They, they... we need to like. I think I'm going to whip up, I think I'm going to pull out the, um, one of the spell books we used in the creation of this joint, um, and just work on, like, like a rec room, basically, for mm-hmm. the Beheers. Just, like, you know, 200 by 200, full of crags, maybe, like, a gigantic tire swing, mm-hmm. um, and then, like, some sort of, like, built-in, like, automatic skeet shooting, like, like a, like a like a tennis ball pitcher like an automatic thing for them to but,
0: shoot lightning at
1: yeah 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 oh that
0: would be And dope. then maybe
1: and maybe we can you know get some get them in there kind of one or two at a time not aurora and Chunky. but yeah, of course not but it could also maybe 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 aurora and Chunky so that they can kind of wrestle and and
0: some get to get some of their aggressions out you, you know maybe supervised you know, of course separate maybe they have their flaws but together maybe 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 they can make each other better maybe who knows well we'll have to find out with time fantastic well that's i believe all the creatures that we are looking at today yeah there's our Um, spotlight for thank you for checking out episode two Mm. um make sure to uh uh if you feel like supporting us, check us out on all of our platforms, our website, you know, PetShopCast.com. Go check out another Paths page, another PathPodcast.com, where you can find links to both our uh, merch store, which now has Pet Shop gear in it. Yeah. We have our we have our logo, um,
1: just a full logo shirt with the text on it. And we also have the the same logo, but with no text on it, as like a little breast pocket uh Mm -hmm. thing and there's a it's a staff on the back so if you want to staff shirt. it's our staff shirt it's our employee shirt so if you want to if you want to hop on board our uh fantastic uh, ever-growing staff uh feel free to check those out and um send us god if you buy a shirt send us a picture i want to see oh most definitely (laughs) please please
0: please that's so cool Fantastic. Um, um so what else check us out on Twitter Pet Shop Cast. Mm-hmm. Um send us any sort of um monster requests, things that maybe you want to see in the in the pet shop, um any questions you mm-hmm. may have. Yeah, we're uh, continuing to work like our
1: that. way through the uh the owner's manual, the D&D 5e monster manual. Um but uh, I definitely down the line want to start dipping into the other monster expansions like uh, yeah. Volos Guide and uh, Morningkinden's Tome of Foes. Oh yeah, uh, before definitely. branching out into like wider fictions,
0: I will say, do you want to do you want to tease the thing we talked about pre-show? Oh, most definitely. So two uh, two episodes from now will be uh, coming out on December twenty sixth, the day mm-hmm. after um, a, a certain uh, uh, holiday. Mm-hmm. And um, we might have a an episode themed after that mm. uh, certain uh, holiday. Uh, I'm pr- I'm pretty excited. I have some ideas. Yeah, well, I'm already in, well,
1: I'm already in talks with people to get uh, a certain. Um, there's a big ticket creature that I want to see if we can't get our hands on one. Well, hey, we'll I've see. been I've got I've got some some feelers out. I'm I'm hoping this pays off. I'm very very excited. Yeah. Um, right. But you can check me out uh, at Griff Cold, um, and you can check out my lovely co-host Zach
0: Rob at That Guy Zach Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, aside from that, I think uh, it's time for us to get going. Do we want to maybe test test out some more uh, uh, outro? lines, I script? was just trying to remember what we did last time because yeah. it's been like
1: two weeks. Like, what the hell did we do last time f- for an outro?
0: Or, yeah, I mean, we did like the the rapid fire. I know, but what did uh, we land on? Did we land on anything good? The last one was something. Oh, the last one was "It's all about love, baby." <laughs> oh, yeah, I still don't hate that. To be totally honest
1: with you, what's well, all about love, baby? <laughs> I don't hate it. I think I, I, think, I think it could be cleaned up a little bit. Um. Because that is that is a central theme of our sort of business model as well. All right, let's each come up with let's take it let's take a couple minutes,
0: let's each come up with one, right now. Okay. And we'll pitch them. Well, well, give me a second because I'm thinking about uh-huh. a, 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 a longer tagline. You said you wanted to clean up the idea. Sure. Uh, it's like, uh, no matter your upbringing, or how you grew maybe everything in the pet shops all about love baby <laughs> <laughs> there's something there
1: i think i think here's what we do actually okay i think we take that idea much like our twig blights we plant mm-hmm. it water it nurture it next episode we come back with a finished version of that long idea
0: all right so do we okay so i think for today we just
1: i think i just weirdly kind of erotically say it's all about love baby again
0: I can dig it. All right, so hey everyone,
1: I'm Zach. (laughs) I'm Griffin, and it's all about love, baby.
0: That was so close (laughs) to the
1: microphone. Oh my God. And fade to music. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider sharing us with a friend or leaving us a review on your favorite podcatcher. You can find us on our D and D actual play podcast, another path at AnotherPathpodcast.com. There you can also find links to our merch store and our Patreon. If you feel like supporting us in that way, or just want a cool new shirt, you can find us on Twitter at pet shop cast with another path at another path pod, or you can connect with us personally myself at Griff cold and my lovely co-host Zach. At that guy Zach Rob. We'll be back in just a couple of weeks with a new episode. And until then, remember our doors are always open. Come again soon.